0: As a rest coach, I have really dove into the very energetic and spiritual end of things with regards to our health and our healing. And this is something that I've kind of got away from in the past few years for whatever reason. And rest has actually brought me back to this point. I'm trained in yoga psychology, and I have actually found that energetic spiritual quantum physics kind of things about us super super interesting and although i haven't talked about it much it is a big part of who i am and really becoming a big part of my business hey there beautiful i'm so glad you stopped by welcome Welcome to another episode of More Than Hope Podcast, where we will openly discuss how to find that wonderful, radiant, vivacious goddess that you once knew and bring her back to life. I'm Wendy, holistic nutritional consultant, and I know we're going to be best friends because I know that it takes more than just hope and the occasional carrot to reach your heart's desire. And I want to help by offering you real solutions because after all, you're a real woman dealing with real issues in the real world. Let's face it, life can be tough sometimes. Heck, our own inner voice can be our own worst enemy and it's hard to get out of our heads and see the reality of life. But when we have someone to turn to, someone to lean on, someone who has our backs and gets us, life can be a little easier. We smile more, we laugh more, we appreciate life more. I'm here to tell you that I am that someone. I'm on your side. And truth be known, I love you. So grab your carrot and let's get started. So today I really wanted to dive into talking about the chakras. Now, as I said in the intro, I am a yoga teacher. I have been through several yoga teacher trainings, but the ones I find the most go beyond the physical the the ones that i find and connect with and and find that i really have become quite connected with are the ones that go beyond the physical i mean every anybody really yoga anybody can do yoga anybody can move their bodies in one form or another. You know, depending upon their own abilities and depending upon their own desires, their bodies can move in one form or another for the most part. But, you know, and and for the typical yoga class and the typical yoga network and community it is just about moving the body and you know because it is it because the and that's the easy part when it comes to the energetic and the and the non-physical body part of yoga people tend to shy away from it they actually repel it because it is a little bit too hard it is too hard it is too hard to dive into places that you can't see it is too hard for people to you know feel sometimes and that's okay that's that's everybody's journey. That is where you're at, and if you're one of these people that tend to get up and walk out when you, you know, come to shavasana, then that's fine. If your priorities are to check your phone and to you know zoom 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 through the rest of your day after beautiful breath breath work, um, you know, sweaty yoga class then that's your thing. That's that's perfectly fine. But for me, personally, I, as much as I do love the movement of the body and um, the breath work, I really, really, really love Shavasana. And I love to sit. And I love the feelings of, have, after having worked at the body, my body, that clarity that comes that emptiness of just releasing and coming into corpse pose and allowing the body just to be while the mind is open i get the best ideas in shavasana my brain is just like it, it's an open book and i what i call download i download so much at that point because i'm open my body there's no tension there's that that you know that relaxation at the end of class and i'm an open book and whatever is downloading and wherever it's coming from you know depending upon your own spiritual belief system it's coming it's common in in droves some people get it when they're in the shower some people get it just before bed some people get it when they're driving in traffic um, I get it most when I'm after I've worked my body and really allowed it to relax for those you know five to seven minutes in shavasana anyways I kind of digressed because I wanted to talk about more of the energetic work and like I said I've kind of, I've kind of gotten away from it in the last little while, and I think maybe this is where there's been a bit of imbalance in my own life. And as I dove into um, becoming a R.E.S.T. coach, so R.E.S.T. essentially stands for Rapid Reprogramming of Emotional Stress Techniques. And when I signed up for this course, all I was thinking of basically was It was going to give me another tool to be able to help my clients um, relieve stress. And I didn't know how they were doing it, which is kind of odd. Um, I went in blindly. Again, something very odd. Usually I research the heck out of stuff before I dive in. But rest ended up surprising me. Um, The techniques that they use um, include Reiki, which is something I shied away from for many years because I didn't feel that it was authentic um, when the people that were around me at the time were accumulating Reiki master status it didn't seem authentic to me and I just, it didn't appeal to me. So I I shied away from it. (laughs) But in hindsight, from what I'm told, Reiki, when it's ready, it finds you. And hence, so I have become attuned through Reiki um, and, and rest and within that scope well, within my own scope and within my own totality of my energetic being, it has amplified my intuitiveness. It has amplified my awareness and creativity and thought processes. And for a highly sensitive person, it kind of basically just kicked me on my ass, to be honest. Um, And I'm still processing it, because it's only been a couple of months. But Reiki has been included into this process, so I use it. And there's nothing wrong with it, and it is just part of the process. But what I didn't realize as well... Uh, rest uses the dominant emotions that are connected with the different chakras. So this is what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today. A little bit more was about the chakras. I know pretty much everybody kind of has heard what a chakra is or has heard the term chakra. But chakras are um, and I know I'm saying it wrong. Please, please, please forgive my pronunciation. Um, chakras have been around for millennia. And like I said, everybody, pretty much everybody kind of knows what they are. But they empower us to take control of our health and our well-being in a more spiritual and holistic way. So with that understanding that there has to be balance between the physical and the energetic, or the spiritual, or the non-physical, whatever you want to, or how to want to see it, there has to be that balance. The secret to living a healthy and happy life lies in these seven main chakras and their emotions that go along with it, especially from a perspective of rest. And when we look at the chakras and the corresponding um, emotions that go along with that chakra we like to clear those emotions and allow for openness or balance within that chakra so i'm going to dive into a little bit more about each chakra so there's seven basic ones there's a lot more than that but there's seven basic ones and I'm just going to give you a bit of an overview about which each chakra does and then go into those dominant emotions that are associated with that chakra so the root chakra muladhara I'm not going to be able to pronounce all of them in the Sanskrit name but um, because my pronunciation is poor but uh, you get the idea the root chakra is associated with the physical and material world and it affects the sense of stability and security you're going to find the the root chakra right at the perineum so right at the base as if you are sitting on a yoga mat or sitting in your chair that base of perineum that is connected to the chair or whatever it is that you're sitting in it is the um it is it is what connects us to nature to soil to earth um it really is the basis of who and what we are it is the foundation it is the um it is the root to all our security and abundance and all our basic needs in life so if the root chakra is not in the, you know, in a fancy, really aligned place, there's going to be things that are going to be out of balance with regards to that. So out of balance with regards to the basic needs of life, um, including, you know, um, things like food security or, uh, housing or, um, all these wonderful things that we we need in life, basically. That's, it's the, the foundation, like I said, for everything else that, to build upon. Um, and when we connect with our root chakra, we do it through nature. Um, we do it through grounding and meditation and practicing positive affirmations, really coming down to the roots and the core of who we are and the dominant emotions that are associated with the root chakra are include rage, unsafe, feelings of fear and scared, mortification, irrationality, hopelessness, can't dread, impending doom, worried, timid, cautious defensive, vulnerable, egotistical miffed and inefficient so these are all, When I'm going through concept of emotions with my rest clients, these are the emotions that are connected with the root chakra. And those are the emotions that we go through and try to, if something comes up as being stressed through muscle testing, which we do through distance Reiki connection, um, they, you know, we try to clear them at that point. So the next chakra is the sacral chakra. So Satisthani. satisthani. And this is the chakra center of sexuality and creativity and allows us to open up to pleasure and joy and new experiences. And this chakra is, you know, that one step further. And it really is... But it really is... um, When you have, uh, if this area is blocked a little bit, you might feel stuck or your creativity doesn't flow or you might feel that you are unsure of doing and executing plans or projects. Things that are keeping you kind of stuck, you might have feelings of body shame or sexual guilt. And when, you know, we also might have some addictive tendencies when the chakra is off balance. So when we look at, From a rest perspective, the dominant emotions are unworthy and shame, guilt, being bullied or ganged up upon, being judged, insulted, betrayed, unsupported, resentment, frustration, forgotten, ignored, alone, lonely, wounded pride, hurt feelings, embarrassment. These are all associated with that second chakra, the sacral chakra. When we look towards the Manipura, so this is the solar plexus chakra, and this is associated with self-confidence and inner inner power, and it's connected with your will and at its core your personality, your identity, and your ego. It is the jewel of ourselves, and some people believe that this is where um, the soul resides. So... Um when this chakra is blocked or off balance, you feel overly concerned about others' judgment, um, you know, and being judged uh, for yourself, maybe judging yourself as well too. And when we look at the dominant emotions that come along with that, we look at anger and depressed, despair, lack of control over events taking it personally, compelled to perfection, faulty, defeated, resignation, not good enough. These are all associated with that third chakra, Manipura or the solar plexus chakra. And then we come up to the heart chakra. And this is a place where it is very, very high frequency. And this is the, there's a dividing point where we have the bottom three uh, chakras And then we have the top four chakras. So the heart chakra is that chakra that is associated with love and compassion, forgiveness and gratitude. But there is some imbalance that can happen with that as well too. You might have some mental and physical and emotional um, issues as a result of some blockages in this area. And when we look at some dominant emotions, we might feel grief or abandoned, deserted, unloved, lost, um, attached, jealous, overconcerned, emotional instability, feeling sorry for yourself, self-pity, depleted, shut down, emotional be repressed, and these are things that we look at and we clear as a result of working in that area coming into coming into our next chakra which is the throat chakra uh fish, fashuti <laughs> i always say it wrong but anyways this is the again this is where i have a lot of issues because my pronunciation of words is very poor um This chakra is actually connected to listening ability, but also being able to be, um, a good speaker. It's linked with emotions of the brain and the vocal cords and to allow for communication of who you truly are, what we think and what we feel. And, When this area is not balanced properly, we have emotions that are associated with righteousness, righteous um, indignation, pretentious, um, fraudulent, feeling fraudulent, uh, disgusted, incredulous, sadness, crying, talkative, giddy, hyper, stifled, suppressed, withholding, withdrawn, hesitant. These are all associated with that throat chakra. when we come to the third eye chakra this is of course located right between the brows and it is associated with some very very powerful intuitive visions and thoughts and the third eye chakra when it's not working properly um, it can really stifle you in understanding your inner guidance and the communication that you might have with your own mind. And so some dominant emotions that might be associated with that could be arrogant, confused, bewildered, can't figure it out, obsession, can't forget, bad memory, regret, contemplating, fantasizing, imaging, imagining, sorry, mistaken, wrong, uncertain, absent-minded, cloudy thinking, muddled, these again are all associated with that third uh, third eye chakra and then of course the crown chakra the sarasara, sarasara is at the you know the the crown of the head and when we are connected with that we have um, we are very attuned to meditation journaling connecting with the purpose in life and it really allows for a strong connection with your faith, um, in the universe, in your higher self, whatever it is that you connect with. And when it becomes foggy, uh, when it becomes blocked, it can be foggy minded, mental confusion, lack of interest in spiritual objects. This is probably where my crown chakra has been a little bit stifled over the last little while, just because, you can also end up having headaches and depression and low energy because I haven't been connecting with that spiritual subjects for a long time. And as a result of connecting with rest, my crown chakra has been opening up and uh, allowing for the higher energies and that connection and that download to be happening um, this is something that is available to everybody. It's not just a select few. It is something that we all possess and something that just we have to tap into and allow to happen. So when this area is kind of blocked or there's uh, dominant emotions around this energy not working properly, we can feel very isolated and, and humiliated uh, disgraced, dishonored, hateful, disdainful. There might be some paranoia or distress, pridefulness, um, self-importance, self, uh, false confidence, wishy-washy, indice, 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 indecisiveness. And these, again, are all dominant emotions according to rest with regards in connection to the chakras. So that just gives you a bit of an overview of You know, the process of what we do in a rest session, I'm going to talk a lot more about that in another podcast. But if you have any concerns or uh, ideas or thoughts or constructive criticism or just want to say hi, please reach out. I'm here for you. Hi, darling. I hope you're doing well. Over the last little while, the world seems to have turned upside down. And even though we were stressed beforehand, things have gotten so much worse lately. People are not happy. People feel anxiety and concern. We're very much in a negative stress response. We feel stuck. We don't know which way to turn. And this can have some debilitating results on our bodies, never mind our mental health. It can really damage our relationships, degrade our performance as parents, as employees, and really get you from going towards your goals really gets you stuck. That's why I am really, really excited to bring a new modality into my practice. It's called REST, Rapid Reprogramming of Emotional Stress Trauma. It's amazing. I've been doing the work myself because you know, I'm not perfect. I need help along the way. And if you've ever felt like you've had the weight of the world on your shoulders or something really heavy sitting on your chest, just keeping you from getting to where you need to be, this is what you need to do. This is where rest can help. It's not to, to um, take away from traditional therapies and, and uh, other modalities that can really be very useful with mental health but psychologists sometimes they prescribe drugs to numb the weight that you're carrying i don't know about you but i don't like that feeling i've been there i've, I've tried it it's not pleasant and of course you know me i'm very holistic so I like to keep things natural. Therapists will give you tools to better manage this weight that's on your shoulders, but it won't go away. It's still there. It's still somewhere residing in your lizard brain. There are resiliency techniques out there that can make you stronger so the weight feels lighter. But there is nothing, nothing that I can actually take the weight away, nothing but rest. It's an amazing tool, my friends. It is a game changer. Rest basically is an innovated mind-body technology. It's very new. It's cutting edge. It's the fastest, most effective tool available to break through the blocks that are currently holding you back from creating the lifelong success that you desire. It can quickly and permanently eliminate subclinical stress response patterns that were generated very early in life and were reinforced by adversity throughout our lifetime. So I want you to ask yourself, what have you tried to feel better? Sometimes it takes more than changing your diet and getting some exercise. Sometimes it takes some mental work. Sometimes it's more than just even sitting cross-legged in the corner and oming, although that is helpful. This is where you need rest. So I want you to take a deep breath and release. This is rest.